Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Independence Day. So let me ask you guys, what is your guilty pleasure when you've had a hard day at work and you need some thing like food or a drink um or a... <laughs> and not the first thing you th- okay. once again not the okay. first thing you think of <laughs> why do i keep making mine these is, questions sound mine sexy? is anything on bravo oh, oh. i have to oh. say my new favorite show is called the people's couch it is people <laughs> watching tv on tv oh, it's what? so oh my god it's like all the sassy people you would want to watch TV with watching TV on a TV show. It's so trashy. Okay. I love it. It entertains me like nobody's business. I, I love how every now and then we get that justification for not for having dropped cable long ago. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. What, what I would have said, except that we dropped cable and thus to cut the cord from it was, you know, House Hunters for a yes. while was yeah. the sit on the couch and turn it on and veg because it's on eight episodes in a row and you cannot escape it once you start it. Even though Am I the only person who's into Kitchen Cousins? I don't know about Kitchen <laughs> hot, Cousins. Hot New Jersey Cousins renovating kitchens. Oh, dear. Oh, so is this oh I think I've seen, yeah. Mm-hmm. In one episode, he rips his jeans. <gasps> so, oh, swinging, no. uh, swinging a sledgehammer. It's oh. great. I have <sighs> seen Property Brothers. Oh, <laughs> so, that's the are, gayer LA version. Twins. Uh, yes. twins who make oh bad hair and fashion choices, but and, reno- and renovate your Canadian home. Oh, good. Yeah. I assume it's it's HGTV, so <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. But not as polite as you'd expect, though. Oh, oh. Mm. eh? Yeah. So now that we've completely derailed your original question, yes. Robert. And oh, yours? Oh, mine, uh, video games. Oh, okay. Mm, that's pretty that's much, so guilty. you know. I have discovered that there is a special joy in getting really stoned and watching Babylon 5 again. Oh. oh. <laughs> is that the key? Yes, because then you don't notice the shitty cardboard backdrops. <laughs> Ooh, <uh-oh. laughs> oh, we oh. should mention ours for a while recently was ho- original Hawaii Five. Oh yeah, oh. but then the later seasons but, yeah, it's like, got kind of it's, it's kind of gold seasons one through four, and then it starts phoning it in as yeah. it turns on towards well. season ten. But there's actually some. Sometimes good, sometimes bad wackiness. Do you air, need man. an excuse to film in Hawaii? I, th- I don't think you do. I think you're like, let's keep this going. Who cares that's if the, the thing. plots when they are start, awful? But when they start phoning it in, they don't even use that aspect well. It's a lot of yeah. offices oh. and, you know. Yeah, so there's that. So speaking of guilty pleasures, our movie this week is Independence Day. July 3rd, <gasps> not 4th, 3rd. 1996, I believe this is our youngest mm, maybe. film yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, PG-13. The plot, the crap, the badly written um, <laughs> um, synopsis on IMDb says, The aliens are coming and their goal is to invade and destroy. Fighting superior technology, man's best weapon is the will to survive. Oh, hmm. look at that tie-in. That's also the tagline. Heart and stuff like that. That's also the tagline for Property Brothers. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How odd. <laughs> well, I'm Robert, independent filmmaker, gamer, and my bid is the closest without going over. Joining me is Tim. Oh, you're that person. 
Hi. <laughs> Joanna. Hello. And Justin. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's see. Budget $75 million. Gross domestic 306 Worldwide, 817 Opening weekend, $50 million. Not bad. Hmm. Won the Academy Award for Visual Effects. Really? Well done. Yes. wonder well, what the competition was. That's we'll why to, the large yeah. budget, because this was the era of masturbating computer effects. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mind they blow up the White House. Come on. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that was... Though, to be honest, a lot of movies do that. <laughs> well, now. 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 <laughs> Um, directed by Roland Emmerich, who gave us such gems as Universal Soldier in 92, <laughs> Stargate, which was an okay film in 94. Uh, I think the show, I like the show more than the film. 94? That 94 wow, was the film, okay. yeah. It's 20 years hmm. old now. I would have thought been older, actually. Okay. Uh, the Terrible Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Uh, the day after tomorrow in 04, <laughs> somehow even more terrible. And then it gets worse, 2012 in 09. Uh-uh. Ooh. 2012. <laughs> Speaking Uh-oh. of getting stoned. <laughs> and, and guilty pleasures. And guilty pleasures. Oh, that's right. I forgot. 2012 is freaking amazing. <laughs> and might I add, I was watching the countdown on 2012 when the earthquake in Napa hit, and I really oh, yes. at three <laughs> in the morning oh. thought that. Something really bad had happened because. Why were you awake at that hour? Insomnia. Because mm. <laughs> I really love. I watch 2012 whenever it's on cable. <laughs> Okie dokie then. Uh, in post production, a film called Stonewall. Yes, that Stonewall. Oh dear. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure how he's going to destroy the Earth based on a historical <laughs> event, but uh, I'm giant, sure he'll figure out some way. drag queen of Texas City. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the destruction of American morals and values. There you go. And um, uh, the film stars Will Smith as Stephen Hiller. We all know who Will Smith is. He's We won't go down his list. However, Bill Pullman is also in the film as President Whitmore. Now, I assume that Bill Pullman, I must have seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yes. And although he has been in a lot of stuff, I went down his list. The only thing I've ever saw him in was Spaceballs in 87. So anyone else see that? Twister. Twister? He was in Twister. Was he? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I must he have was the men's that one scientist. The... Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Um, well, I missed that one, but I did see that film. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so. he was excellent in Spaceballs. <laughs> yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. As he Prince. Was pretty good. Yeah. Quite possibly the top of his career. <laughs> I don't know. There's big love. Oh, he's in that too? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't, okay, yeah. I, I don't watch I that, that, so I didn't. And for those of us who but... like to mock the Mormons. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, you, family. <laughs> also in the film, and we're very glad to have him back on the podcast, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, dear. Yes. Says David. And we've gone through mm. his list, so we won't need to reimagine that or relive <laughs> that. <laughs> Mary McDonald as the first lady, right. Marilyn Whitmore. She was in Donnie Darko in 01, and of course, ba- uh, Battlestar Galactica, the reboot in 04 to 09. And she's currently on a show called Major Crimes, <laughs> oh, which I assume is about a major whose last Pride's name crime. is Crimes. Uh, okay. She was also in Dances <laughs> of Wolves. Yes, yes, she was, yes. Who? But. Kicking Bird. <laughs> oh, God, that's and, right. <laughs> wow, I never. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. The white character crossover. Yeah. 
And because when two white people meet, they instantly have to fall in love. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yes. the way it works. No, so matter, no matter what their actual cultural background is. Yes. yes. <laughs> and go to yoga together. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's required. All white people do yoga. Yes. <laughs> so there's a bunch of other people in this film, and we'll, we'll talk about them if, if, we, uh, if we want to after we see the film. Okay. Well done. Uh, but, you know, people like Judd Hirsch and Robert Loggia. But we'll discuss them oh, Judd Hirsch. as they chew the scenery. Yeah. In the- <laughs> 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 some- okay, so memories of Independence Day, Joanna. Would you I, start yes, since you I have, have the so most you said one? <laughs> Yes, you said that the movie premiered on July 3rd, 1996. And I worked at a movie theater on July 3rd, 1996 <laughs> to the opening day of Independence Day here in San Francisco and the glorious Coronet Theater that sadly is no more. And it is where I learned that weird people wait in line for midnight screenings, that they dress up for movies (laughs) in costumes that made no sense. (laughs) Though I think it was because they, it was also very spectacular because they showed the trailers for Star Wars re-release ahead of Independence Day. Probably the real draw. Um, uh, oh yeah! So the people yeah. dressed up as Star Wars character, and I think someone even dressed up as Darth Maul. But because that movie hadn't really come out yet, I had <laughs> no idea why there was a black red thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the um, super fans were very overwhelming mm-hmm. to a young little like, "Here, do you want your? What do you want your with your popcorn?" Sort of teenager. <laughs> um, it was very exciting. Uh, and the, uh, movie seemed so not my speed that I actually, in the three months of working in the movie theater, never saw it all the way through. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my maiden voyage. Mm. So you saw fragments of it. I saw fragments of it. I've heard it like 200 (laughs) times because when the White House blew up, the whole theater rattled. Um, And my other fun tidbit is I did meet George Lucas, who came to watch the Mm -hmm. fan reaction to his trailers and to watch the movie and while holding a bag of dripping trash i said hello george lucas and he looked at me with appalling eyeballs and ran out of the theater (laughs) you actually said hello george lucas i did (laughs) can we i don't know why he wouldn't respond to me i was so sweet and cute with my dripping bag of trash filled with like popcorn fake butter oil Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine that. Yeah. So at the time, he's kind of like Lauren Bacall. You're not allowed to say his name in public. I know, and that was my my faux pas. Now, having worked in this industry and have heard all of the rules about meeting George Lucas, I too am am appalled at my behavior. But at that time, kind of like Fight Club. I know. At that time, <laughs> I just went for it. And this is what happens when you wait until all of the audience leaves. You get accosted by the young movie theater workers in their polyester AMC outfits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> now let's go to, to um, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so. So how, how, how do you expect this review to come out? Uh, well, see, on- here's <laughs> the thing. I saw this in the theater. Mm-hmm. 
and probably like around an hour in, it became clear to me that time would never end. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was terrible and long and went on for eight hours after that. And was even more jingoistic than I thought it was going to be. And... um, and full of tedious people saying and doing tedious things. <laughs> so this is going to be a challenging podcast hmm. for me. Okay. Um, I'm Would you hanging, like some I'm hanging, booze? Uh, booze has certainly happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging my hopes of changing my opinion almost squarely on the shoulders of the bloom. The, the, the bloom is powerful. That's true, because I didn't have the appreciation for Jeff Goldblum then that I do now. So maybe yes. he can turn the spaceship around. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I spoiled something. Oh my god, there's a patient coming. Sorry. Uh, Justin? Wow. Um, uh, after Tim's glowing review, I feel the cynicism just dripping off of me. Um, not helped by the fact that me and my friends were 16 when this was released, and I oh, remember wow. in Washington, oh. D.C., being those weird people in line who like, oh. we had to find like the one friend who had a credit card who could buy the tickets in advance. <laughs> wow, on, you oh. know, uh, over the phone, and that's cool. Oh, that you wow. could do that at all. It's yeah, crazy. Um, I'm so yeah. sorry. And for some reason, I, I, I have no memory of why. I can only imagine this is some sort of weird East Coast DC political thing. But we were so excited, for, like genuinely, honestly excited. Mm-hmm. Like we thought this was going to be an amazing movie, like some sort of. I don't know, masturbatory patriotism and <laughs> sci-fi and, and explosions. What could be better? Yeah. Well, it was in the, you know, close to the, you know, well, it was like two years precursor to the Bill Clinton exploding era of That's Monica Lewinsky dresses <laughs> and whatnot. So maybe you were like, yay, go America, independence. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, I, but yeah, then we definitely did have... After that first, like, hour and a half, Mm -hmm. and then you feel space-time beginning to warp around you. (laughs) And then it finally gets to the climax, and we were very excited and loved it. And for some reason, this was one of our favorite movies. And looking back, I'm horribly embarrassed by that. (laughs) When was the last time you've seen it? Oh, it's been forever. Probably, we might have rewatched it like a party or something in the early 2000s, maybe. Okay. Hmm. Long, so, long ago then. I, I'm kind of expecting that this time around, it's like, especially now that I'm I'm much more informed about sci-fi and movies in general, mm-hmm. that this is kind of going to be like a B-movie with lots of sci-fi cameos. Mm. Ah, yeah. That's a good perspective. Yes. Yeah. So. so I need you to help me see it through your... <laughs> be movie lens. more generous eyes. Oh, I'm not claiming it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. I, I'm looking for tolerable here. <laughs> How long is well, it since I've never? It's, it's seven hours <laughs> and one hundred and forty-five minutes. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh wow. Yes. But in probably, the '90s, a movie over two hours yes, was like, yes. ooh, yeah. yeah, And probably ten of that is credits. Oh, good. Yeah, maybe. Let's assume. You know. yes. Yeah. And not enough of that is yes. Jeff Goldblum's chiseled yeah. no. manicured hair. No. Uh, well, for me, it was, uh, I was in Eureka, California, um, and it, it showed at the big mall there. I remember, like, knowing it was kind of silly, but, like, really enjoying the pacing, the way characters were introduced and how the movie flowed. And I got the impression that most of the actors, the main characters, knew they were in a bad movie 
mm. and played it up. Mm-hmm. Nice. So to me, this is a lot like a, a bad B movie that's funny because it's bad and also the actors were aware of that sort of things. But well, it, but like I was saying, guilty pleasure, it's just kind of a guilty pleasure because I also enjoyed the pacing and the way things were introduced and how it all went and, you know. You just you you really enjoy. Sometimes you just want a thing where you know everyone's going to be okay and they're going to be victorious, and the stakes are really even though the stakes are high and like there's all sorts of destruction and stuff. So it's and, epic and frivolous at the same time. Yes. And doesn't Will Smith punch yeah, aliens? Punch, yes, yep. he punches one of the aliens in their little. And like that works. That. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also Brent Spiner yeah. shows up at one point. Oh, so I was well, like, what, oh my is that God, what you Dana's, mean by cameos? Yeah. Oh, okay. said it. <laughs> that was my little nerdgasm there. Yes, yes. Uh, but because I'm very empathic when watching movies, empathic. I, I sense, you read people's minds. No, I no, wait. No. Is it empathic or empathetic? Um, you become Deanna yes, Troy. Empathetic. <laughs> I sense the discomfort of others around me. Uh oh. And it it affects okay, my enjoyment of the film. Oh, okay, so I'll be happy. <laughs> no, don't you you be the way you want to be. Okay. Just I, I have concerns that I will sense that okay. from you or okay. maybe others. <laughs> okay. So and you do maybe it's justified so, though. We'll see. So we can't do our wonderful one liners? Oh no, go ahead. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. Well, so. I'll try not to bum your high. No, no, no. Yeah. no. I mean, there won't be a high. I will <laughs> honestly say I do love 2012 because it is ridiculous <laughs> and it has amazing, ridiculous visual effects where those artists were like, oh, yeah, we're taking it to 11. <laughs> the stupid limo is going to fly against gravity in the air from freeway to freeway. So this is this will be interesting because yeah. I saw that alone. Yeah. Because Tim had no interest in seeing it. Yeah. And I didn't oh. like it. Oh, see, so, I mean, I think, you know, at the time, I, I, well, I just didn't like visual effects movies. And, mm. and I think I just was like, Ugh, it's just so not my thing. And mm. I was about to go to England to study film. Oh. So I thought I was very high and mighty. And I wanted, mm. you know, the room with a view mm. and <laughs> British drama. <laughs> and now that, like, I've worked in vis- visual effects for a number of years, I might, like, totally just dig on, like, <laughs> look at that they yeah. blew up the White House. That's amazing. Look at those fireballs. Yes. He just hit an alien who's clearly a dude in an outfit with yes, some, like... Yeah, see, Howard's End just did not have enough explosions. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, All right, so let's uh, kick back our feet, grab a slice of pizza, and hope. And or perhaps we can make apple it pie or hot dogs. Oh, yes. And America. Independence Day. Because, you know, we're saving the America. I mean, the world world. in this movie. All right. (laughs) Okay. It's like like the World Series with only one country participating. (laughs) All right. let's Let's get this over with. We'll be back in a sec. I just want to apologize to listeners in advance because the rest of this podcast is going to be in no way suitable for even mature audiences. 
it may be perfectly suitable for a very immature audience. Uh, exactly. In fact, yes. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. let's let's recap of uh, uh, Independence Day. Why well, Tim really wants to start? He's very energetic yeah. and excited about this. Yeah, film. I, I can, can do it. I can I got feel this. his energy. I got this. Okay, go go for it. Aliens attack the Earth, and a wide array of demographically diverse but cardboard characters save us. That's it. Wow. Do we need to go into more detail? Really? Uh, no, I guess not. Why was it so long then? <laughs> That's an awesome question. <laughs> demographically diverse. Oh. It takes a while to hit those 12 different <laughs> caricatures. True. <laughs> and apparently the world is going to be repopulated by uh, rural white trash. Yes. Because yes. all the city people are yeah. gone. Because all, <laughs> all, all urban areas have been destroyed. But good thing all the hipsters are gone. Yeah, there are no rural hipsters. <laughs> That's an awesome point. Actually. That's yeah. you know, it's it's almost worth it then. <laughs> Although hipsterism is kind of relative, so yeah. I mean, that, you know, that the, guy's fact, inexplicably Native American children right. were yeah, already oh, doing yeah. the long hair and the tight jeans thing. So that is yeah, true. actually, all the RV people were so backward they were kind of unintentionally hipster. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just glad that San Francisco was destroyed off screen for once. We, we didn't have to see yeah, for, for once. once. We didn't have to see it happen. So. Yeah, assuming it did it all. They Who couldn't knows? afford the model like yeah. uh, the Golden Gate Bridge and then blow it up. Yeah, yeah. they already built yeah. enough monuments. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting United that it was an States important monument. part of the alien strategy. To hit our landmarks. Why bother? You can annihilate the whole city regardless. Because <laughs> are those things in the center? Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily. No. Because we'll that see. Okay, be so like the weird building in LA is. The White House right? is. The Empire State Building, I guess it is kind it of. Is. Okay, yeah, maybe. And ironically enough from... Um, but they left the pyramids alone. This might be a part you have to edit out. Um <laughs> <laughs> Out with it, man. <laughs> I don't need that much space to make an edit. So, 18 years after the fact of this movie was released, uh, personally, I found it especially absurd to see Manhattan destroyed and then the final shot shows the World Trade Center still standing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Like, yep. It's yeah. true. Those buildings yeah. are indestructible. Yes. <laughs> Nothing. What, what could go wrong? <laughs> um, yeah. I like how um, they show the destruction of only American cities, and they just sort of like, oh, yeah. assume that that must have happened to all of the oh, other world but series. Earth. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then you see the world in the beginning. I love how mm-hmm. we start in Iraq, and then we don't see the world until we've decided to come up with a plan. Yes. And then yes. we see the world, yes. and everyone's like, "Yay, the Americans have a plan!" <laughs> and then we don't finally, s- and then yeah. we don't see anybody from the world until after when all the big spaceships, the yes. fifteen mile wide mm-hmm. spaceships, are like hanging out, destroyed. Yeah, yes. But early on, as they as the spaceships were arriving, we saw on one of the newscasts there was a title that said um, something like "No sightings in Southern Hemisphere." Huh. Which what's that all about? You, you, it almost sounds like it's setting up a plot point with satellites or something. Yeah, but, but then, then we get to the end of the movie and there's spaceships lying all over Africa. So it's like and they, they just took yeah, and they just took longer to get there, I guess, because Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. what they, they were yeah, actually really it's because this, instead of this was even more of an American movie than you realized <laughs> yeah, <I know>. because <laughs> they couldn't choose any South American cities because no Americans would have recognized them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Buenos. <laughs> what? <laughs> so there was a lot of comedy. A lot of comedy. Intentional comedy? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think perhaps some of the actors, re- like, like cause clearly Brent Spiner was having the time of his oh, life yeah, with his, yeah. like, eyebrows that could attack you from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. They also had shields. His yeah. eyebrows. If, yeah. if, you put a, if you put a Coke can on his eyebrows and shot at it, it would just do And how much money do you think Coke threw at this film? I mean... Enough that they bothered showing a Fruitopia vending yes. machine. Yes. So. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Let's the bottom of the barrel. Fruitopia. Nothing dates a film like Fruitopia. Is that still around? No. Contains no actual fruit. Yes. <laughs> no actual topia. <laughs> yes, okay. let's move on to our, to our impressions and thoughts. So my big disappointment compared to seeing it originally, uh-huh. in my memory... Randy Quaid died a lot earlier. Because that was the highlight of the film for me. <laughs> and he also died less... Hero- I'd forgotten that he actually kind of died heroically, which sucks. But he still dies stupidly. Which why, why stupidly? The s- stupid things are pouring out of his mouth. Oh, oh okay, and, you okay, know, okay. You know. Yeah. Um, he so, said he wanted to go kick some alien butt. Yeah. And yeah. he's probably still pretty drunk, so... Yeah. Um, and my big pleasant surprise, which is just shocking to realize as we did pleasant. as the credits were rolling. I didn't know that word would be used today. <laughs> that Mae Whitman, uh-huh. who plays yes. one of the seven evil exes is Scott Pilgrim, is the chi- the president's yes. daughter yes. in this movie. That's mind-blowing. No idea. This movie came out 18 years ago. I understand ago. that, but that brings it on home. Yeah, and then my thought related to that is, if I didn't know when this movie is made, if I were seeing it for the first time now, mm-hmm. I would put the date of release as two thousand three. Interesting, because mm. it is baked full of post nine eleven global fear. Interesting. It feels like a movie that to, whose message is everyone but mm. us is bad and wrong and terrible, and you must live your lives in fear of them. Hmm. But with all the city destruction, how much of that... I mean, when did that start back up again? 2002, Spider-Man. Spider-Man had The climax of the first Spider-Man is blowing shit out of downtown New York. Really? I don't yes, remember that. I remember it because I was so not entertained by that in the summer of 2002. <laughs> that film was made before 9-11, though. Yes, but... It was still released after not, well, I know, I know, yeah. I know. But like, before, well, it, by the time, that time, it was too late to change things, probably. Yeah. And in Tim's defense, that was hardly the first movie to, you know, blow up downtown Manhattan. But, yeah, right. But I think, like, I remember that, too, is the first movie where, like, that mm-hmm. was the central point at mm-hmm. which you were supposed to emotionally connect with the outrage and, yeah. and, and the pure evilness of the antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but now it but happens in every film. Well, yeah. Now it's the go-to ending <laughs> yes. of any film. So. so those are my biggest assessment thoughts. Interesting. In general. Okay. Um, we were talking about actors earlier there. Uh, well, there's the Scott Pilgrim connection, yes. which I'm surprised to find out about. Yeah. Um, there's of course, um, I keep forgetting her name, but, uh, she was the president in Galactica. Mary, McC- Mary McConnell. McDonald. McConnell? McDonald. McDonald. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think she was great in this, even though she was fine, you know, but she didn't have much to do except no. the, you know, sick. Sick and die. <laughs> yes, and dry, die bravely. <laughs> and make someone feel bad about being a stripper. 
Yes. <laughs> Coincidentally, didn't, all it didn't things work, that prepared though. her for her role on, on uh, Battlestar yeah. Galactica. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work, though. She didn't feel bad about being a stripper. No, but, you know, first lady she tried. tried. It's, that, it's that class shame that she yeah. sort of has underlying her. Oh, ballet. Oh, I'm a dance ballet. Mm, ballet, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With that weave girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, hooray, the dog survived. Yep. All the way to the end. Yep. <laughs> what, what, what other topics do we have? <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, my brain is melting. Please continue. I, I was surprised how many of the actors seemed to really have fun with it, though. Oh, like, yeah. Despite They're, the fact that clearly they were trying, the director was trying to make them do this as a serious movie. Yeah. They were still having fun with it. Oh, because there are like 25 extra scenes that were completely <laughs> unnecessary. And they were like, okay, if we're going to go to extremes, let's do it. Yeah. Let's have this moment of let's just chit chat here for unreasonable amount yeah. of time. And oh, and then let's move on to this, and then yeah. let's move on to that. And so, any actor who gets that man, like, if I, if they're getting paid by the page, they're like, keep it going, keep it going. I'll say whatever you want me to say. Here's our ten minutes of concentrated Jewish chutzpah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now time for a stripper with a heart of gold. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, David. So the game I played during watching this, trying to make it more durable than it was the first time. Was the, the the game of the race of which actor slash character was more annoying at any given moment? Because in my memory, it was like, you know, way on top of that pile, Randy Quaid. Uh-huh. And then a little bit down, Judd Hirsch. And then not really anybody. But boy, this viewing, no, it's like Will Smith and Harry Connick <laughs> and Harvey Firestein all like just <laughs> putting their needle through you in nearly every scene there is. It's like, oh, you know. Harvey Firestein didn't bother me nearly as much because, like, it's just pure him. Like, you you expect it from him. Like, he's just going to skewer you with his voice one way or the other. Yeah. Yes, except that he was then directed or allowed or whatever to be stereotypically homosexual oh without actually getting to be homosexual. Yes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> he did have to call his housekeeper, though. That's pretty gay. And his mother, and, and his, his mom, mother, and, and his uh, well, that's and his therapist. Yeah. Oh, it's that's all both. Yeah, that's Jewish. Oh, I miss that. <laughs> oh. I just like Jews. I, I just love them. Like, oh, you have anxiety. Oh. <laughs> oh dear, David. Oh, I have to cut that. One <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You don't know how the podcast works, do you? Um, Come I'm, on, offend, I'm sorry. I'm going to offend everybody. It's in this okay podcast. To, I really apologize. It's okay to offend as much as the movie did. Fair. Oh, okay, let's talk about that. Who did the movie offend? Everybody. Anyone, who did not anyone with a brain. <laughs> um, okay. You know, there's homophobia, lots uh-huh. of homophobia. Mm-hmm. The, 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 you know, the whole, like, you know, outer coating of xenophobia. You know. Mm-hmm. The stripper um, with the heart of gold. Yeah, yeah. Interesting views on feminism, yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call it feminism. No, well. But... <laughs> Oh, you're right. She was the president's wife, not anyone of uh-huh. But she there's, had meetings. That makes her important, right? Right. And then there's like that other woman who had meetings also, but her prime job, rather than assist the president, was to fall back in love with Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Yes. I think she was like the... the I don't know what she was, Speechwriter really. well, slash publicity yeah, yeah, yeah. slash... She was meant to like, be like the press secretary. Right. Yeah, right, 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 that's right. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it did confirm that we really are all striving to just get married. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's, not, that's a goal. 
And I don't know where in the countdown clock of the spaceships attacking again. Mm-hmm. Was it really necessary to make sure that she got married with that often dolphin ring? Yes. Yeah, like dolphin, when yes. you're rushing to save the humankind yes. and the planet Earth. Yes. But, yes. you know, let's just reaffirm it, that getting married is important. And, of course, that's the moment when Jeff Goldblum and, and that yeah. other woman's character realize that they're still in Which love. Which we never yes. learned her name. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Does anybody know what her name was? I do oh, not. Crap. I do uh, not. I no, remember. no, no. Without looking. Without looking. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no one. But I don't know. I know it was mentioned early on, but it totally flew past me. I don't think I know any character names, though. I mean, uh, Will I'm Smith was Steve, too. which was odd. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because yeah. Rosie And Rose David. Steve. And David. Well, but. Yeah, David, yes. And President <laughs> Jeff, apparently. Was he? Okay. Yeah, it was Jeff something. Okay. <laughs> the president was Thomas J. Whitmore. The stripper was Jasmine. Jasmine, of yes. course. Uh, oh, because we have to also give her, you know, traditionally, yeah. like, on the flying carpet, Jasmine, you know. Constance. Oh, that's our stri- that's a good stripper name. Margaret is- Collin was Constance. Yeah, but, oh. Who oh, knew? that's... Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> like, the women were just yeah. unimportant. That's the press secretary? Yeah. Yeah. Could they have come up with a more stuck-up name? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we also realized, uh, because I didn't list it at the beginning, um... Besides Brent Spiner, but Adam Baldwin yes. is in this. So Not that, that one, the other one. So that retroactively adds like 20 tons of crap to the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's now like one of the vilest people alive on the oh, internet. Oh, that's you know? right, yeah. Because he's he Gamergate that I accidentally mentioned oh. at the beginning of the podcast. He's the ringleader for that for some damn reason. Oh, I did not oh, know Oh, God, that. yes. He, wow. he invented the tag. No. Yep. Wow. And has used it as his personal platform for misogyny. Is that, wait, that the guy that was in Firefly? Yep. Oh, yeah. Wait, who was he in Firefly? Jane. Jane. Yep. The Baldwin who wasn't a Baldwin is now just as Baldwin as any Baldwin. (laughs) Now do you feel guilty? Yeah. I'm sorry, my brain was already kind of broken from recognizing Jane Cobb, but then trying to comprehend him as a twink. And that just kind of vomited it into yes. the, the next dimension. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah sorry happy about time. that. You, out of the gene pool. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, we also mentioned that this had every father from every, like, 80s and 90s sitcom. Really? Yeah, it had oh, the guy okay. that was on that show that had the, like, Down Syndrome kid. They had the other really? guy. Oh, like, uh-huh. okay. It had lots of dads. From like eighties and nineties, like dramas, funny, just to prove that the dads are going to save America. (laughs) Patriarchy is alive and well. Oh, totally. So, does that perhaps segue into? Let's talk about values. Yes, let's. Oh Oh, yes. yes. Well, we talked about marriage. We're all supposed to get married Mm -hmm. heterosexually. Yes, heterosexually. Yeah, have children. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or if you have children, you must find another spouse. Yes. Because single parents are not good. No. no. <laughs> not allowed. Yeah. You must marry someone of your own race. Or- must you? I thought we were going to have those kids at the end, weren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, those kids are totally getting together. I, I think we, we, we might have been projecting just a little bit. Really? Uh, no, that's the next generation. That's the healing that rises out of the process. Oh, you know, there are going to be less Tim. people, so they are going to have to get together. That's right. There's none of this waiting yeah. till after college. Yeah. Oh, that's, and black that's people are all Tim. security guards, military personnel, and strippers. Yep. Yep. 
Um, and all vaguely Native American kids seem to have super white parents. <laughs> who are alcoholics. <laughs> who are alcoholics. And who get to be our vehicle for homophobia via <laughs> alien probe jokes. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yes. I always assume that when he mentions his kids, he puts quote marks around them. <laughs> Because, you know, they didn't really look related to him at all. Okay, what other values did it teach us? Yes, okay, values, yes. Patriotism, strong national defense. Patriotism veiled as being good for the entire world. Yes, yes. Yes. And that the entire world gets to have our Independence Day as their Independence Day. And awaits our cues before taking any action. Oh, yes. Yes. And, of course, no other country has a sense of nationalism or national pride no, no. or a shared culture that it's just us yeah yeah, yeah. only we have have the jewish chutzpah to, <laughs> yes to defend the world right 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 only we can um and only we can solve the problem right like with our tiny I mean, pc laptops with least, mac and at least you know like in dr strange love at least there you know was the war room Yes. Where, you know, there There's was no a chat. In the war room. <laughs> there was a chat with Dimitri. Yep. We talked about, you know, other, you know, countries yes. coming together, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, you know, solving nuclear war this time, mm-hmm. but just us. Yeah. Yeah. And we just tell them what to do. And yeah. they just, you know, and they're excited okey-dokey. to do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're like, oh, thank God the Americans have a plan. Yes. 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 Sure thing. <clears throat> Japan is like, yep. Right on that. Now, to be fair, they all know that we have Goldblum. That's a good point. <laughs> that's and, and they accept who will defeat that the aliens the, with his chest hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they they accept that as the 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 gold standard for which the country should gold be gold standard. Uh, yeah. uh, should be uh, leading the fight. So yeah. So what did we think of Goldblum in this film? You know, he did what he could. Yeah. He, you know, um, he rode his bike. Yes, he rode, he his, rode bike. his bike. He played chess with his dad. <laughs> he, he managed to sneak in a line from Jurassic Park. What at the end of this film, when they're trying to escape the ship? Okay, he says, "Must go faster." Oh, I didn't know. Yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't remember that. that. Line oh, okay, from, uh, Jurassic Park. I yeah. did not know that. Just okay, a little throwback. Yeah, for the role he got to be better in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He, he got to be unapologetically Jewish for once. Yeah, kind mm. of. <laughs> Technically, he, he didn't get to splay. Though. But yeah, well, yeah. he didn't well, really splay on something with his. There was shirt no open. splaying, but but there was a lot of shoulder splay. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Yeah, when he and was wife drunk, beaters. he had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Odd looking wife beaters with the strands, very thin like strands. Yes, yeah. tiny strands. Like this, I think that was like a weird class thing to show that he's like a working class American. Oh, you know. well, he works for cable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> such a rough job, you know, uh, yeah, working so, for the networks. It's just, it's, it's very, it's complete. Oh, it's, it's a well, disgrace was, to the family. So I was you may as well just be back in the fish markets. <laughs> so he worked for cable. That was his deal. Yeah, yeah. And he, did science. Although while he went he was to M- at the, MIT. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, so that's why that they had some reason. The, that's the satellites of the cable signal. Yeah. yeah. So that's why how he was working at some dump of a lab adjacent to Central Park. Sure. <clears throat> okay. Because that's where the cable com- Comcast. I'm come sure. On. Yeah, yeah. Time Warner <laughs> Cable owns it all. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, I also appreciate how he had the like skull and crossbones. He was able to add that graphic to yeah. his virus, yeah. so that when he was, you know, infecting the mothership alien, because mm-hmm. of course the mothership alien understands what the skull and crossbones mm-hmm. means and yeah. how it like was able to like ding off of his the weird aliens glass monitor, not monitor, but yet reflect <laughs> it off of the like beautiful silver weird alien eyes, <laughs> so that he really knew that. He had been had by the people, the humans. Yes. yes. Bad aliens. The slimy little humans. Speaking of American values we may not have intended to convey in this movie, <laughs> was the quote, talking about the aliens, supposedly, after they've consumed every natural resource, <laughs> they move on. Yay. <laughs> Cue the Matrix Sound later. familiar? <laughs> That's not like us. No. no, no, mm-hmm. no. Uh-uh. What did we think of the big speech? Oh, it's just... Oh, it's so great. It just gets you going and wants you to fight and, like, be an American. No, be an Earthling. I, um, I just imagine <laughs> George W. Bush as governor watching this movie and oh. masturbating furiously <laughs> <Yeah>. that speech. <laughs> He's like, when I'm president, I'm going to do that. <laughs> like, we're going to beat and be done in Iraq in what, 60 days was it? Was it 30 days? What did he say? <laughs> How many days until? We're going to celebrate freedom. Yes. <laughs> Only here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, well, okay. For us. So did Constance write that speech or not? That's a good question. No, I, I think imagine that's that from the did, heart, yeah. man. Because it's pretty yeah. tall. Right? That explains it's terrible. Because, like, freedom from annihilation. That's him being the, <laughs> the completely prototypical president that, yes, there's something wonderful about forming our society and enduring through conflict and triumphing. Yes. Because and we have pre- some sort of manifest destiny. And pretending it's... <laughs> Imperial right? I'm sorry, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he's also like you know you're you're like sort of like king of old that would actually go into the battlefield well, with only, the soldiers only he could shoot down yes the <laughs> i mean well, yeah. it, well he had a missile left so. there's an entire yeah. air force but the president has it, to except it. then <laughs> it's to do the really dangerous mission they choose the jew and the black man <laughs> 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 also, perhaps a little bit more realistic than we'd like yeah. to have been. Were they wearing red? Were like were they no, like the, no, the ensigns no. wearing red that went no, on the no. away mission? One was a pilot. The other guy thought up the idea. Come on, I know. Well, th- there is justification in the narrative for this, but just yes. say it. There's sort of like this class undertone to the whole thing that mm. I'm, I'm trying to ignore because it's too serious. But then I end up using words like modalities and, and mm. people just stop listening. <laughs> what? Exactly. Oh, hey. How's it going? I didn't see that. Um, so one thing that struck me about this movie from 2014 Eyes, this was an asylum movie with money. Please explain. Yes. Um, asylum that makes all the terrible things that Sci-Fi Channel shows... Oh. Which people, which has become hip to pretend are funny and campy lately, instead uh. of just that the fact that they're cynically badly made yeah. because you can make money making bad things without having to try to make good things. Ah, that is every movie sci-fi, especially the first hour when there's lots of control room. Mm. Yeah, you know, but it's to say it's caricatures, it's control rooms, it's pat plots with no character yeah. development, giving characters a little bit of character. Yes, 
And then just like not bothering to go anywhere with that and just continue. Right. On. Yeah. Insulting the audience's intelligence by typing out the little place name all throughout the movie. <laughs> like when you're showing a massive building full of military people and typing the Pentagon on the screen because we don't get it. Even though it says that on the door they're about to yes, enter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Didn't they show things the like outside that. of the building first? Yes. We'll mention, I can't remember now. I, could, I don't think they did. Most okay. things, most, most um, asylum oh, the House do did. that. The White yeah. House did. And, you know, we'll talk about Area 51 for five minutes, and then when we get there, we'll type the title, yes. Area 51. In That's in the middle of it. the salt flats. In the middle of the <laughs> yes. salt flats, yes. That anyone could drive up to because there's just two guards in a little booth. Well, and the big <laughs> mistake, the big problem, as you pointed out during the movie, is the restricted area sign is on the wrong side of the fence. That, yeah, that was the other base, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do any good to put that inside. Where, when, <laughs> where the restricted people are already. Exactly. You know, yeah. sometimes when you're setting up a nice shot and you've got the blocking all, down and everything and you realize oh I'm supposed to get this sign in the shot well let's put it on the other side of the fence no one will care <laughs> um, I feel bad for the movie because it missed a chance at true script glory because they didn't think it through <laughs> he punches the alien and says welcome to earth and where's the inevitable Bitch. <laughs> because the OC hadn't come along yet, and we didn't know to add that, well, that to our ironic to be, welcoming senses. It was actually supposed to be Samuel L. Jackson, and it was going to be, Welcome to Earth, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't afford it. PG-13, PG-13. Yeah, yeah. Sam, stop it. Melon Farmer. <laughs> Melon Farmer, yes, that's what they would replace it with. Um, should we talk about Data, the strangely... <laughs> Unscientific scientist. Yeah, he was quite a character. <laughs> he was really excited that the that the spaceship was lighting up. Yes. I mean, Robert Loja was chewing the scenery. He was climbing over yes. it like a spider. <laughs> yes. And bouncing off it like yeah. a monkey. <laughs> yes, it's like, so we have aliens that we're studying. But because xenophobia is the theme of the day, we call them the freak show. The scientist. Of course. The supposed yeah. scientist yeah. calls them the freak show. Uh, oh, Mr. Spider. Yeah. And I love how when they get the alien to go, like, take its little outer suit off. Uh-huh. <laughs> the alien that is ruining the planet. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, four doctors and no security yeah. people whatsoever. Yeah. It's cool, you know. And really, that glass isn't bulletproof? Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah, that? that's strange. Especially in that crazy <laughs> Area 51. <laughs> That but you know that there's a whole bunch of, like, fanfic tentacle porn about that scene, right? There's Probably. Oh, oh, there has God, to be. Yes. I'm sure. Oh, a lot yeah. of anal penetration with Mr. Spiner. With mind is, control. Uh, four yes. doctors, one alien. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads me to a question, a fun exercise. Yes. For the movie. If you had made this movie, pick one thing you would have done differently. One thing you would have done differently. I'll start because you reminded me. Yes. In that scene... When they pull back the exoskeleton of the alien, if I had made this movie, it would have ironically and confusingly revealed an adorable puppy. <laughs> <laughs> then what are, where do our emotions go? Huh? Dun, 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 uh, yeah. Wow, that would be, ooh, the puppies trying to take the planet. Exactly. Right? That's and why the they dogs the in dog. league. Yes, yes. Oh. he's going with the stripper because yeah. she knows how to but get wait, to Area Fifty One. But wait, isn't that like 
Mars attacks. Oh, that's right. Maybe I haven't seen that in a while. Don't they? To. Don't they turn? Maybe. They, aren't they like maybe a puppy cute thing peppies there. Right. or cats or something? Again. I need to see that again. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Proving that it. it's the better. If movie. I was to make this movie, I would have on the podcast. Just mm. cut out like all the weird like inner cut scenes to the action that was just like <laughs> okay and like. You know, when you guys kept talking about how long the movie was, yes. having not seen it, I was like, okay, how bad it's could it be? Bad, but like, she thought. But really, it's like an hour and like a half has gone by. And you're like, really? Why and, is this movie so long? here comes act three. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no reason that movie needed to be that long. Mm. And it's not that the yeah. scenes were like terribly awful. But even while mm. watching them, you're like, I know that I don't need this. Like, if you're an action movie, just be an action movie and own it and, like, get on with it and, like, carry the audience through, like, some, you know, you don't want to be all the way up and down. You have to have some, like, moments, but so you can have a peak and climax at the end. But really, the movie didn't need to be that long whatsoever. (laughs) You know, just, like, they didn't need to get married. Who gives a shit? I don't care. (laughs) Like... You know, like, yeah, they found the first lady. Woohoo! Okay, there she <laughs> oh, died. She died. Oh. You don't need that. Just just yeah. let her be dead. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. What what did her coming back bring to the movie Pathos. whatsoever? <laughs> Class conflict. Other. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. She had to meet the strippers. So yeah. That- so we could get a sense of class tension for no reason at all. So the, yeah. the entire range of humanity, I mean, black people and white people, <laughs> can unite and hold hands. Yeah, was there even an Asian person in the whole movie? Other than, oh wait, they're the guy, the, well, origi- Japan. the original scientist that heard the first BB. Right, right, right. Oh, yes. that, okay. yeah, During, that. while the soundtrack is playing, it's the end of the world's you know, because this movie yes. is not acquainted with Selji in any way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to manipulate your American emotions. Yes, and not necessarily because we're such patriots. Because in fact, we're from other, another country. Yeah, but we yeah. recognize this great marketing opportunity. True. Yes, because it can be a That's tentpole movie in the summer, and we'll make that the theme of the movie. And on a holiday when people mm-hmm. can go to the theater yep. Yep, yep. more than once yep. in the weekend. Yep, and it worked. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant business strategy. Yeah, and that's entirely what this movie is. So a business strategy. Yeah, this is a this is a marketing <laughs> or movie executive yes. that was like kick ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hey, it made a lot of money. Sure. Did. And now there will be sequels. Apparently. Oh god, I forgot. Finally, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what a lot of people say. The, is that come on, twenty twelve is freaking for... sequel. Uh... <laughs> the Americans really saved their asses too. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Except they launch from boats right in Tibet. Or something. What? Yeah. Never mind. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, the arcs are in Tibet. Does this continue into the Pacific <laughs> and We're still circling, yes. We're Next sinking. week on Oldie Gold, not 2012. No, not 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Any other notes do you have there? You have lots of notes. I've got lots covered of. most of them. I'm saving okay. one for my vote. I have one for uh, just as an interesting tidbit about, and, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this, Tim, because it has to do with Randy Quaid. Um, the original cut of this film had him not being one of the pilots mm-hmm. that flew uh, the mission at the end. He actually showed up in his crop duster with a bomb strapped to it and flew up and, and blew up the aliens with the bomb oh, strapped to his uh, 
his crop duster. They changed it. <laughs> I'm curious. Because they wanted more Randy Quaid. Hmm. So they added the scene of him getting the briefing and uh, Adam, what's his wow. name, worried about, you know, the guy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and also they wanted to see him make the decision to sacrifice his life for his children. Hmm. My children. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to do the quote marks. Children. Yes. <laughs> so, which, which you know, would, you know, in a real movie would, would work pretty well, I think. Yes. But. but another sign of people making a movie who shouldn't be, that at some point during this process, they decided they needed more Randy, Randy Quaid. Quaid. Yes. <laughs> I'm also not sure what did, which is the less believable plot point there. That he would strap a bomb to a crop duster and fly into an alien ship. Or that he was a crop duster pilot who was trained how to fly an F-14 Tomcat in a matter of a couple of hours. You know, if, like, you're, not, if you're not planning on landing, it's actually probably not all that hard oh, to take off and fly around in that thing. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, Still, little difference between a propeller yeah. crop duster <laughs> but i think hip fighter jet <laughs> in the crop duster him and the bomb would be way over their usable weight i think oh yeah and i don't think he could have gotten off the ground no. so but uh so that's where <laughs> they went for reality <laughs> yeah. But yeah yeah so let's start the voting do you want to start tim no or do you want me to go yeah <sighs> fine okay so, you know, as we were saying, and I was thinking this, too, all the way through, that uh, this is an asylum film. Oh. If I had to watch this or any asylum film, okay, I would still watch this. Me, too. Yeah, because yeah. Of the it has production and, value. You know, yeah, and it has production value, and it, it's kind of entertaining, even if... even It a, has actual actors in it. it yeah. Even though they're not required to act. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still think it has some really good transitions like between scenes except for the done done those were really got annoying after a while but the, later on when they stopped doing that there were some pretty good like transitional moments mm -hmm. and how they introduced the characters i still thought was pretty good um but boy everything else just overpowers you in this film and i don't think it's my em empathy drawing from the crowd here <laughs> oh no you joined in i joined in yes <laughs> yeah. you yeah. one liner with all <clears throat> yes. of us you become one of us <laughs> uh yeah there's a reason why i don't have this on blu-ray yes uh, <laughs> and why i will not get it on blu-ray in the future i am voting old <laughs> i see uh who's next uh justin um <laughs> there are some fun points I have to agree that like you know some of the actors clearly had fun with it it's a hilarious watch like you sure. said the special effects are just horrid that like, is even true for I 96, was, I like, a lot of the CG is obvious and the blending is terrible some of it's not too bad but there's a lot of it yeah. that's bad enough that it just it just it threw me off I thought the approach of the aliens was good as far as CGI goes, mm -hmm. but once things started getting splody, yeah. <laughs> composites didn't work anymore. Yeah. You know? I like splody. Yeah. <laughs> but even like, there was not term. that much CG in this. I mean, the ships and all that, oh. but the, uh, the explosions. explosions were real. But also, what CG there was was terribly obvious. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like, you know, Jurassic Park where, like, it was carefully, which was, right. you know, uh, what, four, uh, two, yeah. two, year, yeah. two, three years earlier. But they had yeah. the money and the time to yeah, and well, the resources to really... But what was the budget of this? $75 million. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I have to agree with Robert that this could potentially be 
sort of a guilty pleasure for some people if if you're a film masochist, <laughs> and we know that you are a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I have to agree that ultimately it's old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to save Tim for last. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think I know how to capture um, this movie. Well, being, oh. being that, that uh, I had realized I had not, it wasn't that I had just not watched it all the way through. I had actually not watched more than 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and being that I am a fan. Are you sure it was 10 minutes because of that time dilation effect? I know, mm. I know. <laughs> um, I, I had a good time watching it. It was fun, especially with present company, the one-liners. Um, it was, it was a ride, but it was so long, so unnecessarily long. (laughs) And like, I thought I would hate Will Smith more than I did. I actually didn't, (laughs) but it's definitely like not uh, outside of campy and fun. It is not a good movie. It is old (laughs) And, you know, like, I would watch it again on, like, a rainy Saturday and invite some people over and say, let's get stoned and watch this ridiculous <laughs> movie and laugh, laugh our asses off. And that's what I did watching you can 2012. Make can make drinking games. Drinking games. games. Yeah. Like, it's a good party movie. Hmm. If you want to just sit there with friends and laugh your ass off, sure. But it is not a good movie. Old. <laughs> okay. Old. Tim? So, my experience watching it this time was very different than the first time, and I think part of that was I was in a riff-friendly environment this time, not trapped <laughs> in a movie theater. Oh, okay. You know, that helps, though. Yeah. But also, I've seen so much, because it is an asylum movie, really, before those existed, <laughs> I've seen so much similar crap since that it doesn't oh, yeah. weigh on me as strongly. <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. Uh, but it's still clearly a terrible, terrible movie. And I think the one line of dialogue that summarizes... How terrible this is in all of its breadth and depth of ways came out of the mouth of Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> You'll never get to fly the space shuttle if you marry a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and I think any movie that gives us that line announces its awfulness to the world. Old. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for an old that's, song? That's, <laughs> nice. that's kind of awesome. That's yeah, old. yeah, yeah. I could also do... Oh! <laughs> sad tuba. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Sad tuba. I yeah. do have to say, I know some like young ones that I've worked <clears throat> with who Independence Day was like her Star Wars. Like She saw it at like oh, dear God, six or seven. We are doomed. We are yeah. doomed. And we are doomed. She loves it. <laughs> we are so doomed. Just, yeah. Hey, uh, we thought Escape to Witch Mountain was a great movie when we were kids. So, uh, that's a good point. Uh, I did really love it. <laughs> <laughs> were you on that podcast? I can't remember. No. Dana was on that one. No, yeah. but I remember. <laughs> and it's, yeah. No. But it's not as bad as Independence Day. No. Hmm. I don't remember. I no. guess not. No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, this has been Old vs. Gold. That is all old for Independence Day. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time on Old vs. Gold. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'm David! 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 Sit and sit. David! David!
David! <laughs> David! <laughs> David! Oh That's my god! Why, I'm trying to blank on the MST. I gotta, the, I gotta, Neo. I gotta call my mother. Neo. Oh my god, Neo. I gotta call just, my mother. Just go to Aunt Esther's house. Just everything safe. Ma, Ma just, just pack up your things and go to Aunt Esther's house. Just go. Old versus Gold is a production of Hidden Deadly. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hidden deadly. We're also on Twitter at Hidden Deadly, where you can send us questions about this podcast with the hashtag OldVGold. Go to OldVGold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe and give us a rating. Thanks for joining us. 